0: Welcome again to another interview with uh, our little Level 5 series. We are today speaking with Ingo Brosch. Hi. Hello. Um, we, that is uh, Bas van der Hout.
1: Hello. Bas.
0: And me, Ola Winkler. And uh, Ingo, you are not a typical part of Level 5 in the sense that you are more or less not a painter, not an architect, where we have a lot of sculpture but you're an actor most of all. That's right. uh, and maybe you can tell us a bit about this. You're doing theater as well as television film and
2: so the, commercial. How did this happen or where do you mm-hmm. come from where are you headed? So I was born in um, Hagenburg which is close to Hanover and that's where I grew up and in school I started to be interested in theater, theater. and mm. as a form to work in a team, to work together, three months of rehearsal and then go to the opening night and everybody's concentrated on that night, And then you show your work and I just loved it. And after school I went to New York for a year to become an au pair and I was lucky that my child had to go to day school so I was all day off and then I decided to do acting school there. That's where I started. And when I came back after the year I started doing um, acting school in Hamburg and I always loved to sing as well so I did both acting and singing and then afterwards I went to theatres all over Germany and you know, work, working as a theatre actor doing all the classical stuff, the musicals, the modern stuff and um, yes yeah, so then what comes mostly natural is that you start filming and then I started like a TV career in Germany, and now I'm here in Belgium. How did you end up in Belgium then? Uh, my husband has a new, had a new job three and a half years ago, um, and I decided, well, Belgium is a three uh, three, three lingual um, country, so I was hoping there's a German theatre as well. But then if I found out it's only open and the area, so I they, I can't work here as an actor on the theatre because there are no only filming in English and French, and that's yeah. what I'm
0: doing as well. But That means you're living in Brussels? Yes. Yeah. But you're actually working almost not in Brussels. We're not talking about the pandemic situation, no, not no, no, no. but before that you but were... Yes, uh,
2: my last opening night was in February 27th. I played Lazarus from the David Bow musical, what he wrote before he died, and I was playing the lead role, singing all the David Bow songs, and I was hoping for a great tour through Germany, and then for performances later it was shut down. And yeah, I used to travel for the theater work uh, to Germany and the filming in Germany here Paris England. Yeah. And actually in, in, in Germany you, you you were quite
0: visible on television. Yeah. And uh, is that something that you are missing because now you are caught
2: in Brussels so to speak? <sighs> no, because I like working. Yeah. Yes, being recognized sometimes it's nice, but it's it's not what am I <laughs> what I need. No. Hmm. Yeah. I need the stage, and that's yeah. what I'm missing. So that's really a problem, actually,
0: because television. I think they find solutions for that right now. I don't know. Yeah, but, but the, inter- the theater uh, it's even more difficult.
2: Here yeah, in Brussels, I work mostly in English-speaking international productions, and there are none because of COVID. Yeah. So you have the French, and I, my French is not is good. If you if they look for a um, a foreigner who speaks a French role, that's possible. But all the rest, like the big stuff, no.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
2: What are you doing right now? Nothing. I can't <laughs> do anything. Now I had like three offers, but they were cancelled because I'm in Brussels. Mm. And if I go to Germany, I have to go two weeks in quarantine. Yeah.
1: So but you decided to have a studio here, and I think uh, for the listeners, uh, if you look around, that uh, because you told me already that um, during your time, was it that you decided to do art school in Koda? And that's why, actually, because I see uh, kind of a Morandi painting here in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you can also tell a little bit about that and I think... Yes.
2: Um, so there was a time where I had a very, very good commercial contract for for a year. I got a lot of money so that it wasn't depending on doing shitty theater or shit, um, TV series. So I started uh, to just see what else I like to do. So I started with painting, drawing in the beginning and then painting and I did um, classes because I knew there's like something totally missing um, and then I was confronted with a situation I have never experienced before that when you have a canvas in front of you which is white I have to do all the decisions, mm-hmm. the motive the colours, the subject is there a story I want to tell, is there just some a copy of a of an of an object or something or a person. And I thought, well it's easy, but no, that because I'm like for for thirty years and on, I'm an actor and as an actor you always have a piece. You have a director and they have the idea and you just follow. Um and you really scratch. Yes, and it's and to choose. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just normally the director says, I'll do it again more mm-hmm. uh, fiercely or whatever. So that is something now I experience yeah. here, and sometimes it's really frustrating and it's driving me crazy because there's nobody saying, ah, mm, mm. just me, and yeah. I have to take responsibility for that. Mm. And that is something I think that is different for most of the people here yeah. because they studied it, they I don't know they they worked in that yeah. field by themselves a long time ago, yeah. and for me that's quite challenging. Yes. Yeah. What is the most difficult part? Starting or go on or after you started? Find
1: or finding a subject?
2: No, the subject, for example, um, my father passed away this April mm. and, and it was stupid, horrible with because not visiting him, blah blah blah. And Sorry, now, 2 a.m. Yes, thank you. And, and when I got this, I was like, okay, I'm doing this, I can't do this because of my family background as well, so I said, Normally I wanted to do sewing and starting with that, but then I started to paint my father mm-hmm. as a portrait and to decide just how natural that should be, How, what colors you use. Sh- should it be should it be more some abstract like a dream, or should it be a real person, do I do it for myself, do I do it for my mother, mm-hmm. do I do it for my family to have a portrait of my father? and? W- Yes, there are endless decisions you have to take. Is, it, that's
1: is it the one we see there in the corner? Yes.
2: And is it also the reason why it's upside down? That you From time to time I do that yeah. because otherwise you fix it on the on the eye and you want to do the eye perfect and then you lose, so you turn around so you don't see the eye, you see just the forms. So it's a, it's a technique I learned mm-hmm. to distance yourself. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, I walk away <coughs> to have a coffee, come back and suddenly BAM, there's mm-hmm. my father. <laughs> That sometimes is mm-hmm. too much, so mm-hmm. I turn around and then I'm more,
1: a more in an intellectual around,
2: way, around, yeah. painting the forms or the, mm-hmm. the lines or the
1: plateau. Yeah. And uh, like acting, but also like painting both creative acts, I, I would say. But is that for you the huge difference between them, what we said before, like this starting from scratch and with the other it's like there is already kind of a framework?
2: I think every artist knows this um, situation where you are in this artist side of your brain where you lose time you don't know how long you paint, How don't know when I'm in a rehearsal and I'm totally into the one mm. thing I have no idea how much time is going by and uh, that's the same here so I think the the, the structure of the brain is like the, yeah. uh, the same sometimes I'm sitting here looking and then oh my god it's 20 minutes and I haven't done one thing mm. and I, It's just wonderful. I mean, I love to be in that space, in that area of the brain. Yeah,
1: like really distance yourself and uh, switch Switch. it off for a moment while actually being really. And that's why I'm
2: so um, so happy that I'm here with you now because at home it's the same, different story. At home, oh, there's something, you see something and you do the washing, whatever. And here, this is a space for me to be in that.
0: Yeah. And, and for me so that, that would be, I'm still like thinking about this matter of what you said, that as an actor mm-hmm. uh, and it doesn't probably, in that point, doesn't matter if it's theatre or television, you have a director, you have somebody telling you a lot and even more people and you, you said that a bit, that it's not the, the white canvas that mm-hmm. you start from but there's a lot of surrounding that is
2: defined by other people. That's right. Or by ideas. That the director chooses a piece because he wants to tell yeah. this side of the story it's all blank but he has an idea of where he wants the story to go yeah. what story should be told and that's on my decision. And it,
0: you know, but it's quite interesting to hear that for you of course it's a challenge I mean the white canvas totally. remains, a, remains a challenge but for me it also sounds like this must be also an incredible challenge um, to de- develop the freedom for your own Artistic expression mm-hmm. under the umbrella, which can be more than an umbrella, maybe also a cage of somebody else. Mm-hmm. That is, you are you are within a corridor. Mm-hmm. How, how do you do that? How do you get into this? this what you just described as the artistic brain moment.
2: Um, as if part. I don't, yes, uh, like a rehearsal with a with a, a director. If the director doesn't give me totally free total freedom, I say goodbye. So you, you, it's not like a director says, oh, you go three steps there, then you turn around, lift your arm, and you scream and do this crying, whatever. No, it's more the um, yeah. dramaturgy we call it. Yeah. That you, for example, when you play yeah. Romeo and Juliet, that you don't, that you just don't do it, but you say, okay, today we focus only on Juliet. Juliet, all those struggles she has being a woman at that area. So all the other things are not that important but we have to want to really focus and put a spotlight on Julia's development. One can decide that and when I understand it, why he wants it, the director, I still have total freedom doing what I want to do. And sometimes he says, mm, no, but if I understand what he wants and I like the, the idea, then I go with it and it's actually freedom as well. But, as you said, yes there are mm-hmm. walls around which yeah. I can't decide. Sometimes I have to wear something. It's like I totally disagree. But then they have, we have to find a way that I feel com- so comfortable. Mm. But yeah, there there are obstacles around me which I can't.
1: Yeah. and it makes me think of uh, being, when I when I was in art school. And we uh, for a time in uh, the the minor we had to work together with graphic designers mm-hmm. and how they were so. Uh, they, they got, got a task. To, uh, doing fine arts, mm-hmm. like okay. they did not got like. Yeah. This is what you have to do there. Like.
2: Yeah, but how? <laughs> what, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: And I think for me, as a fine artist, if somebody frames me, I'm like, yeah. then I feel completely yes. blocked. So.
2: There's one example I might um, that explains the situation. I I'm really good with um, directing. Mm-hmm. I'm really good with um, telling people. Oh, that putting them and help them, help them. But I'm totally bad with having an idea of what story to be talk, to be I want to tell. Mm. So for this example, if I say, oh I want to focus on Juliet, I'll go like, yeah, why Juliet, why not Romeo, why, mm. So, but as a uh, director, you have to have a vision. Mm-hmm. And the vision, I, I'm very fast and easy to jump on any other person's vision. If I feel like, but to, uh, to explore a vision by myself is just something I don't know, I've never learned, personality-wise, hmm. I don't know.
0: So you never thought about directing yourself? Myself? No, directing a piece. Oh too. yeah, sure,
1: sure. But, but yeah. When it comes to that, I am, because I'm really into literature, mm-hmm. Because do you read a lot? Oh, sure. Okay. No, because I was curious, that uh, because I think the more you read, the more um, your vision is expanding. And oh, yeah. totally. And so I was curious, like, if, it, if it, maybe if it... Influence or not, um, yeah, like for being a director, or yeah. that you have to have this vision. So, but you read a lot, and yeah, okay, uh, it's not really going anywhere. This question,
2: but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for, for example, the last piece I, I rehearsed, um, eight weeks was Lazarus by David Bowie, and David Bowie wrote this piece knowing that he would die of cancer. So, and just a few months before he died. There was opening night and nobody knew that he was dying. And the piece was about death, about somebody who can't die but who wants to mm-hmm. die. And so, when, the op- when he died, actually everybody was like, Oh my god, that's his way of dealing yeah, with he
1: that. He staged it all the way to. Uh, yeah, but
2: it, it's so intellectual what you mm-hmm. know. There's not one stupid, uh, emotional, bad scene. It's just like so intellectual. So, he totally had a vision I'm going to. Take this story, transform it into a piece, and make it intellectual. So this decision is like yeah. something amazing, and I'm I'm not capable, or I don't have this this energy to do it, or mm-hmm. or not the capability. I have no idea. Yeah,
1: yeah as, as I remember, right, even his last video, it was Lazarus. I think that's Lazarus, sure. It's no, that's yeah, my, yeah. that's my first yes, song
2: yes. I sing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but I tell you.
1: Even in the video, it's really like everything is so well thought through, so um, yeah, yeah, it's quite genius to use, How, like how it. often
0: did you play that? Four times. Because uh, I think we even talked about that quickly before, yesterday or so. It um, may sound really naive, but I've never played any kind of mm. theatre, acting, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's it has always been amazing that as a theatre player, actor, you have to repeat the same piece, let's say, in this case four times, it's not so often, but it can also be like twenty times. Hundred times. No, time. time. I'm talking
2: about, every yeah. day, hundred times the same stuff. Yeah? Okay. So that's really My strange.
0: And, um, and how do you motivate yourself again? Well, it's actually like a band playing different concerts everywhere and it's more or less the same. Uh, but but
1: the, the, the I, same I, energy and the same. Yeah, I,
0: I can imagine that you can come up with a new
2: energy every time again but how do you do that? how do you I, I would um, compare it to jazz musicians. If jazz musicians, in a group, a quartet, they play, they have a structure and the structure depending on the group is every time the same. but every person has this little time where they can do a different solo. Um, in acting, it's the same. You have the ensemble on stage, and everybody is in different energy. You know what to do, where to sing the songs, but each time the energy, how you get in the in the situation where you have to be really aggressive or something, is every time a little different. And while I'm in, I'm doing it, I'm in this other sphere. I not I can't I don't control it, but I. I feel that energy this tonight may be too low. So I, I try to push a little or oh, so it's like a, it's like a music piece. You, every time is like a total new experience. Sometimes the audience is totally quiet. so you have some low energy coming from, from the public and you have to react on that and try to get them. So it's not you play by yourself. If you do like the same stuff in front of a camera by yourself, Horrible, but with the audience and with all the people and and the day was different. One day you have shitty day and you have to play a big comedy, then it's like a different energy and everybody has that. So it's every time it's this not the same. For the public maybe they see it five times, they don't see a difference. But I by myself mm. I feel totally, totally mm. difference.
1: Am I right then that you prefer to stay and to be on stage instead of in front of the camera? That that that's where the real. Uh, uh it's,
2: I think it's. The different thing is actually the rehearsal time. So when you rehearse six, eight weeks, you start with knowing nothing, just to play, you know your character, and then you learn Mm -hmm. what he wants to tell, then or she, and then you have your ensemble, and then you're working, then you're really, you think you have it, and then you lose it totally, and you're totally frustrated, so in this eight weeks, it's like a fight with yourself, and if if it all goes well, you have this product you like, and you Mm want to play. Filming, I learn my text, I have a scene, I go on set, some instructions, you film it, done.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but that's exactly the point that would have been the logical question anyways, because it's not like you describe it. It's not done. It's It can be repeated five times, ten times, yeah, I don't know how. But not six weeks.
2: And you don't rehearse. Yeah, yeah, all yeah no,
0: but, but that's what I mean. Exactly the difference between doing it every day and I can entirely understand the the, the matter of energy which is in the space and mm-hmm. also between the actors and between the public and the actors awesome. and so on, entirely understand. But I've been uh, just like, these what do you call it, comparses, somebody, Extra. yeah, like these, the these people that get 10 euros for running around there for in, somewhere in the background, I did it once or twice. Um,
1: love to see that. <laughs> you, won't see <laughs> <laughs> you won't see him. You Maybe. I had a, I had
0: a, a fencing mask on, <laughs> so <also>, you <laughs> can hardly see me. <laughs> <No>. But, um, <laughs> That's
2: so this repetition all the time. No, but, but the repetition in front of the camera is something. That's what I mean. There's, there's, a, there's a reason for that. Because when you do it one time, sometimes it's, oh, the camera was. Mm. Sometimes it's the light. Sometimes the your colleague stepped in the frame and just didn't work. But most of the time, it's you do something. And the director says, mm, Ingo, that was good, but try a little more of this. It you, as an co- extra, you, you see another of no, the yeah, difference. But I'm, I'm, I'm totally working in that time, so when I do it five times, I don't do five times the same. It's yeah. every time a total different energy. I'm, I'm, I mean something else. Okay. What
0: I mean is exactly this, what you're describing, mm-hmm. but with different means or ends. In theater, Mm -hmm. You feel, I could imagine, Mm -hmm. the new energy Mm -hmm. every evening or every week Mm -hmm. or often you play it. Mm -hmm. And that's quite, that would totally be interesting for me to do that also. Mm -hmm. Because like it's always this interaction with Mm -hmm. the music. But that also means that a day can be bad, Mm -hmm. but it can also have its qualities even though it doesn't work out well. Acting on theater can be totally fascinating if it's not perfect. Mm -hmm. The idea of television is, depending a bit on the production, Mm -hmm that you are repeating to get it perfectly I know what done. I mean. mm-hmm. And this idea of having it perfect would I mean. always annoy me a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, I like this, if it's not perfect but then some other energy is in there. That's, Film I, is looking for perfectness. In it. That doesn't make
2: but that I, I learned very early on. The first um, thing I did in television was a doctor series, a German doctor series. And I was preparing so hard and had all the ideas mm-hmm. and knew on set what I would do and the camera they were like very easily pleased. Just don't do mu- don't do much, speak normal, blah blah blah, and then there was like blah blah, blah and was gone. Afterwards I thought like, hmm, I could have done it better, now it's on film. And then six weeks later when I saw it on TV, the editing I mean <laughs> no in on the theatre there's no editing. I'm the editor on stage. Mm-hmm. When I decide to go off stage and the next thing starts, my decision. Yes, the director said it once go off, but actually I feel and sense when it's today, in this situation, the right moment to make a longer pause, a smaller pause or to go. And in filming <laughs> so I learned very very early on that filming I totally give all the responsibility just I have to do. Be the frame in the frame, trying to make it really good. But the rest, I have no.
1: Mm-mm.
2: I cannot do anything. I cannot say I want it to be longer or not. It's just somebody else's decision. Does it? Yeah. Do no you they,
0: Do you think that the criteria of filmmaking or the routines, the way films are made, especially series, I'm talking about now. Have changed over, I think you made the first television series more than 20 years ago.
2: Probably, yes, right? it was in ninety eight. Yeah, and now
0: you're at Find Me in Paris, you're playing, That's or right. so, mm-hmm. which is pretty new. Right? Yeah, so it was just like a, we started three years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still going on, right? Or is it they, over? I can't say that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. okay so skip that question. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's really new. So there's 20 years in between at least. Did, mm-hmm. did anything change? Because we have this new culture of series. So there's a lot of pressure on production but on the other hand there's also this culture of series means you have nine hours per story in the sense if it's going on even longer and not just the one crime detective of 90 minutes or so. It
2: depends actually on, on the quality of the series. So when you're in German we are very, very um, high quality um, detective sh- series called Tatort, mm-hmm. and um, they shoot I think two to three minutes a day meaning for all day shooting they have to get out two to three minutes so that's good if you do a student's film for example they just need five minutes and they' for a whole week because they're slower they're trying to find out but then you have the daily series and they have to shoot 45 minutes a day meaning they have two or three cameras and you just play the scene once and it's like bam 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 now, finally, in Paris, it was a really high quality um, series. So we shot maybe five to six minutes. It's a French film production, I think. Somewhere. It's a French. Oh, it's, it's Hulu America, it's ABC Australia, okay. Disney okay. Channel France, ZDF, yeah. in Belgium.
0: So they just what does this mean in minutes? In minutes,
2: five minutes. Five minutes a day. A day, yes. Yeah. So that was a really good quality, and you could what you can see as well. Mm. You see, in the dailies, you see, it's just most of the time they sit. (laughs) They sit or they walk a little and it's one camera or two cameras and that's it, so.
0: And without uh, compromising Mm -hmm. yourself, do you have an opinion in general on the series culture? Uh, Because it's really something which we see like the last five years or ten years. It's this Netflix
2: following up. I just, some of it I just like because uh, through Netflix, um, like when I talk about German, television, German television is quite conservative and the way they produce is quite conservative compared to Netflix or different countries and on Netflix now the German or the German productions, they have a field where they can be freer, where they don't have to make 45 minutes or 90 minutes plus of the commercials. You just, they can just do what they want and that gave a lot of freedom, I think. All in all, I still prefer Theater, uh, art house cinema. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: And um, because you said before, also you were singing in mm-hmm. the past. Yeah. Um, and where this came in, or is it, or you do also? I, like I
2: started. I started um, with my grandmother. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> um, when I was fourteen, singing in the church choir, and when I went to acting school, I right away um, inscribed into a voice, uh, voice, teacher, uh, voice classes as well. So during my um, acting studies, I did major um, acting, but because I was singing quite well, they said I, we give you all the um, um, singing lessons on top of it. Mm-hmm. And so I always did both. I did, went to uh, pop in the beginning and then it became classic, so I did opera as well and uh, now jazz, classical, musical theatre.
0: And now that you are caught in the pandemic, as we all are more or less? I'm cut off my energy. You cut off your energy, I understand that, Uh, well, I have the same problem, you're not allowed to go to Germany. No,
2: and all the productions are cancelled, all my theatre, as I said, two theatre productions this year they both got cancelled I got several film projects and they all got cancelled and yeah so that's why I'm here and try but to a, use my a, a, a other
0: question that you might it, it's not a question for you personal but maybe personally you might, maybe you know it because I was wondering you mentioned tart and all mm-hmm. these things I already read in June that a lot of the film productions um well they're a little bit running out of stock so to that's why right. and yeah. uh, but on the other hand how, how do they deal with that
2: I just know uh, one um, dialogue writer, that's the script of a show, and he says it's totally, in Germany, it's totally frustrating because in the storyline they have produced half a year ago, there's like um, a wedding coming up, but they're not allowed to kiss. So you have to find, a, and they say, Masks are totally a no go. Nobody wants That's to see what I any. Wanted to know. No, nobody because wants to see anything. To see, any any mask on the screen. So they try have to try to find a way to show a wedding with no kiss, and then they, it's and it's just like so limiting. Mm. But I really
0: wonder if in ten years from now, let's hope that the situation gets better in a year or so. Um, if there's a vaccine, I think we will find it really really strange that. Public media, including television mainly, was not just taking it as a given, as a part of the reality, because it, it, I, I read somewhere that there was one television production so far that showed masks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and because it, I mean it, it's a fact. I and think we you will see that out under one and a half years. Or so. I
2: think you will see that in five years' time, there will be productions about this period. Yeah, but then it's really focusing on it. That's but right. But you now it's just nobody. Nope, it's just... Mm-hmm. Because it's too depressing for the people? Or yes, and it's focusing only on one thing. Yeah, because so this, is, this is not people. like... Uh, then it can only be that. Yes. Um, of the, what what can you tell? You can tell... You can, documentaries, I think, work very well. Mm-hmm. How do people really cope with the situation with a mask? And and you can really do that. but. I mean the question is why does television exist, what is it for, Mm. what's the reason, what's the reason for, it's to dream, uh, to put yourself in a different world, Mm. you have all the sci-fi, you have all the the love stories, you have the Hollywood comedy, It's everything is about dreaming into another world and with the masks it is reality pure and all the things Mm. you dream of is like, just like, because it's too close maybe. So mm-hmm. if
0: there's something coming up like that, it will be for Arte and not for the Davos. I don't know. I don't know.
2: No, but it's, it's
0: it's super interesting. I think because especially because what I don't understand is, um, well, I understand that masks are very dominant purely visually. Sure. But on the other hand, here in Brussels, still one week, we have uh, masks everywhere, mm-hmm. and I don't really understand why they cut it down. But that's another topic. But in Germany, you don't have that. Mm-hmm. So that means if you would produce a show. It, I mean it's still about the artificial fact of how do you deal with it while producing it. That's another question because then you, you have the same, the same problem. but the visuals that come out of it could easily show outside areas people without masks because you don't have to wear them outside in, in,
2: in Germany. Yes, they can. but the problem is when you have um, the problem is when you have an, an ensemble of 15 people in this film, this film before starting day one has to be insured. So, if somebody gets sick, he is insured. With the corona the insurance company said, okay we only insure if you do the following rules. Total distance, mask, while not in front of the camera, no um, closer than, hmm, now they're actually looking looking for couple actors, couples, to play love scenes.
0: Which are already in a bubble but we don't have this term in Germany, but still, yeah.
2: So, um, yeah. Yes, and another thing I'm talking about what I do here is while I was um, in quarantine the first months, there were two really big things happening. One is that suddenly we got an email from all the neighbors that my my neighbor, she is um, Madame Simone Düskind, a very famous ex-politician, um, baroness, um, very very um, interested in doing a lot of things about um, the relations between Jews and Palestinians. She's Jewish, yes, Palestinian she's and here, and she's really she was an ex-senator and really wonderful. She plays the grand piano. And one Sunday she invited us and she had opened the windows with a little courtyard with eight um, people, eight apartments. And she said, I would do I do a concert. So she played piano twenty minutes. And everybody was like in this the first there was the sixteenth of March. Everybody was so, oh God. Mm-hmm. Thinking the first time, what happens? What is this? Where are we? And then I decided next week I'm gonna sing. So I did that. Mm-hmm. Then suddenly somebody oh played guitar. And it was growing, growing, growing. So in six weeks we by ourselves did something to make this situation a little lighter and Then I was like masks. Everybody needs masks. Oh, come on get out the old sewing machine I do masks and I had no idea how to sew so then I was like, doing an online um, course um, and Then started sewing masks and mm-hmm. then I was like they're all horrible. I'm doing special ones So I'm doing like a lot of how far can you go? Do you need two step over? And then I started to do I was getting a feeling that I can use my creativity again, first the concerts, then I start sewing, then I was like, I want to do something else, I can create something with a machine. And then I, <clears throat> I took children drawings from my nieces and nephews and turned them into puppets. Mm. So three know exactly the, the mm. things they did. And then I was thinking, oh my god, I can do that and, and sell it maybe. And Then came the problems with all the CE documents that has to be proven, and you have to light them and oh. you have to burn them before you can reproduce mm-hmm. it. So I was like, "Oh my god, this is so fucking stupid."
1: I would like to have one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: And uh, so then I was like, but then I was in the mood of, I can use my creativity to so something else. So then I did trousers. Then I did, I got more, more tissues and more things, and then I found the painting again and. Hmm. so I'm really really happy that that had a good outcome in a sense
1: and how would you explain yourself like because you do many uh, different things mm-hmm. would you say it's curiosity or impatience
2: because I know I know what you I know what you mean um. huh. hmm. i, I, I Nothing is curiosity. Mm-hmm. I found something which I never expected. I, I mean, the painting. That this is like for 15 years. I'm not doing that. Um, but all the other stuff and, and creating objects, creating suddenly mm-hmm. the idea. I would like people to tell me their stories. What is like the most? Well, the most emotional situation you had. That um, <clears throat> gave a purpose to your life, or something mm-hmm. like really a, a meeting with a person, mm-hmm. or with and tell their stories, and to take that story and put it into an object. Mm-hmm. So that was my my idea, or still is my idea, and I'm working on that because I I can do that. I can do that. I can I knit. I uh, whatever, and storytelling was always my job. I'm a storyteller. Mm-hmm. I mean, I read a story and I love to tell you, as you might notice, <laughs> I love to talk about that and I'm really enthusiastic. but I can't invent stories. Mm-hmm. But if somebody gives me their story, mm-hmm. I have thousands of ideas how to develop that and how to concentrate yeah. it and form Yeah, it's
1: actually funny, like it's also what the director does, like you, you mm-hmm. need some input and from there... Somehow, yes. Oh. Somehow, oh. yes. But I find it's very... Really, uh, I have respect for like like this patience of like getting to these tutorials. Oh yeah, this I love this. Uh, yeah, i also with the painting because it's it's quite. Uh, because how long did you do art school? How long was it? <coughs> it was, uh, uh,
2: in total, three months. Mm,
1: yeah. Oh, well, because when, especially with this kind of painting, it, 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 it's 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 a really slow pro- process. Yes, that was so, it really
2: slow because it was oil. Yeah now I started again with acrylic, which I hate.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: it's funny because you really seem to be very energetic and you can yeah. sit still right. and then to do stuff like that, it's it's funny. So you challenging as well. It you, you mm-hmm. seems to be that, that you are able to calm down and then concentrate oh, totally. on something.
1: For, for do you see this as something meditative? This okay. painting, for That's instance?
2: What I, I don't know if you ever heard of Betty Edwards. Betty Edwards was a teacher, um, I think in the 80s, children's art teacher and she found out while teaching that the child at a certain age, mostly when they start writing, that they stop progressing in painting because, she found out, she talked with um, neurologists and all that, that for writing you need symbols and when you read you need symbols. So the eye changes of watching but looking for symbols and they're trained, and for that reason, at that certain point, they can't draw anymore. So when she said, draw this, and then draw a bottle, she says, yeah, but don't you see there's a little, there's a line here, and this is not, it's three-dimensional, so there's a line here and there. And then the children often said, I know, but I can't draw it. Mm -hmm. So, and then she was um, doing, or telling, or experiencing with this side of brains, and she said, the. Symbols and all that is in one side of the, of the brain, and the seeing, the real seeing, is in a different one. Mm. And in this art, or this natural seeing of things, there is no time, because the time is in the symbol mm-hmm. section as well. So to learn, and so that, that means that if you're like really focused, if you play piano, if you on stage, if you, if you work on your architectural work or on your arts, you lose the time, mm. because you're in a different mindset.
1: Yeah, I really like this uh, idea what you just explained because uh, before the practice I'm doing right now, I was also drawing, but then also really, uh, uh detailed. And the practice I'm doing now, I see it as writing with uh, objects, and yeah. I don't do any drawing anymore. So it's mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's funny. I, I, I would like to know more about this. It. It's really it's fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of, can, I, I used to teach drawing a bit and that was exactly the main step for most of uh, the students. That uh, they, they think they know what they want to draw. That's right.
2: If you draw an eye, you know it's like... Nah, 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 and then you don't see... it. there's no... Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is that something which can be uniting these different art disciplines? So what do you mean? What I mean is... I'm just trying to think about a possibility to adapt this principle to acting.
2: And I'm just wondering what it means. Well, it's yes, sure, it's, 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 when, I, when I have to play, for example, here, he, he's angry. There are two possibilities. One, oh I know how angry he is. That's what um, <coughs> line, uh, not professionals, actors mm-hmm. do. When they see... <coughs> they know they have to make... Mm. Mm-hmm. People often ask me, do you practice your faces in front of the mirror? And I was like, "Hey, eh? <laughs> no." And the real acting is you're in the situation. You have to get the character. Why does he react to this mm-hmm. situation? What happens? And if you dig deeper, you dig in the situation. You don't play an, acting. Uh, you don't play angry. You play. You don't. You act. Mm. You try to get rid of those emotions which come up. And there's a point where you really try and you try more and then you can't hold it anymore and it comes out. Mm-hmm. But you don't say, oh this line I shout, no, yeah. it started.
0: Actually, I never thought about it, but to act in English is, um, in German you say Schauspielen, and mm-hmm. that includes that you, well, pretty quickly that you play, but almost imitating. You, you, Which is totally wrong, you don't imitate Acting is really handeln, so it yes. means that you do something, so it's really it's different. It's, a, we have it's one quite word. quite interesting that
2: uh, the difference right. in languages. Yes, we have one very big word every um, actor knows. You can't play Zustand. Yeah. You know what Zustand is? Zustand. Uh, yeah, Zustand in Dutch. But how do we translate it into English? In English? It's like the situation, like it is. Yeah. If you can't play being happy, you can't play being sad. You can't play in Germany. Because of the spielen, the playing, doesn't it, you can't play a situation. You can play the development to the situation. So it's it's not you can't play this one moment, this one emotion. You can't play an emotion. You can only play the situation which leads
1: mm. you to that. So then there's also always then quite a uh, psychology involved or not totally. in
2: because that's I mean I. <laughs> when people have problems, I'm really... Um, you're the... P- <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know exactly why, because... The an actor you are always you're looking for somebody <laughs> who is... No, the the acting is always, uh, the work of an actor is always to understand why this person you, you portray behaves the way he does. So I played a pedophile once and when I heard that it's was a pedophile, I was like, oh my god, I can't play that, I can't be like... Mm-hmm. You know, what is that? But then I remembered yes. I don't play a pedophile. I play a person in a situation where he's attracted to children and has mm-hmm. to cope with that. And in the end, it was very easy to play because when well, I forgot. For, but for, because for him, it's not a problem. Maybe the, the one situation, but when he sees a child, he just says, "Come on, sit on my lap." Mm. And for the outside, it's like, "Oh my god!" But to play, you know, that mm-hmm. that is like it's so distant that uh, or. Yeah, no. It's for him. Mm. Why is he like that? Yeah, there are reasons. It's genetic. It's a problem. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but he himself doesn't know that. So, uh, but I have to find out. Yeah, you know, and that's why, I'm, like, psychologically, it's like I'm. You trained. really have
1: to do research to understand yeah. the way of thinking of the of the character, of course.
2: I played de Bergerac in Germany, and to play this guy, why has he a problem with his nose? Why is he so aggressive? What? kind of psychological, I mean he's always been mocked. And then he needs this energy and is so aggressive towards and thinks he can't love the woman or the woman can't love him because he has a nose. It's not the nose, it's inside. Mm-hmm. So then you go to the psychological side.
1: Yeah.
2: I think we should slowly come to an end,
0: it's already quite long. Um, what I would be interested in, I think I have <laughs> already the answer, but I don't know. Uh, no, just like uh, look out to the future, because it seems that for you the, the pandemic also had something very positive in the sense of uh, of course there was a lot of work not happening anymore, not, the possibilities were just gone, but you pretty much turned it around, like with small things like uh, with these concerts, but also with other art disciplines, etc. Um, do you have plans? That would be the question. Do plans? You, in the sense of where, where you headed? with different art, with, I don't know, what, what you want to
2: in, do next? In the beginning of the pandemic, because I lost all my income, like zero, I was, I need money. I, I don't need money, I my, my husband is working and I have some savings and my mother and everybody there. But still, I want to, I always earn my money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to be in the situation that somebody else is giving me some pocket money, it's like horrible. Um, so I decided I wanted to do something and sell something. So the first idea was I get a very cheap red chaussee shop, just put my machine in and do masks and sell them for a lot of money. That all didn't work out. So, <laughs> and then so I. But in the long run, I would like. I would like to sell stories, and I would like uh, this idea of people saying, "Hey, I need a nice present for somebody. Can you? I have the story to tell. Can you do something with that?" That, but there would be like an artistic, artistic form of transforming the story to yeah. to an object. That's that. And the other stuff, my free work, I have no idea.
1: And how does it work? Because again, because you have this luxury of having a having a husband and be, being safe. But you can imagine that a lot of people in your surrounding are really. Uh yes. Yes. Maybe like whoosh, the world is getting smaller and smaller, how, how I
2: I, I, With the Lazarus um, um, production, I work with mostly freelance actors. So it's one company, we are just um, hired for this contract and everybody comes for this contract. And they're the musicians, and so they're all freelance. And they're all, they don't, are not in the system. Mm-hmm. So they don't pay regularly social security, and in Germany for example, they get nothing. They can apply for social welfare, where you have to open your accounts, sell things, and they were asked, one, one, um, one guitarist was asked, Oh, you have a guitar? That's very, why do you sell it? That was the beginning. They changed that now, but it's like, it's devastating.
1: No, it's, it's horrible how we as artists, like, yes. really just have now have to all of a sudden adjust to the system, like, uh, then you do something else. Like uh, as a little puppet that you. Yes, like
2: and it's. And it's um, they always say uh, our oh, art is not like in Germany. Art is, is something in the constitution, which is mm. like a Kunstförderung, whatever. And now, the big state theaters, no problem, but all the um, private theaters. Suddenly, the the all the small village, small, small towns, which have a theater, and they normally buy. Tour companies to come to play one night and um, until now they had money but the next year when they don't get more taxes the cultural hit <laughs> is like going down down mm. down that's the first one they, they
1: yeah, it's horrible and also in the sense that because I speak often with people uh, like in my family they were not related to art and what they don't often don't understand that the big producing th- uh, the big uh, produced things only exists sometimes, also because of this more experimental uh, influence, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 not it's, it grows from there, and it's not like it starts there. I mean, that's something sometimes something that is misunderstood that these two worlds really need each other, like for the more experimental until so like the top produced hmm. films.
2: It's we are somehow like clowns in a uh, the king, you know there. Yeah. They're nice, and they laugh about it. And yes, you miss them when they're not gone, or when they're gone. But the real worth to come to calm the society down, to give new ideas, to to tell stories which might change something, and, and to give music. I mean, we all know what music does to us. And suddenly, yeah. all these musicians are. Well, you should have been a football player; and would have been easy. Yes.
0: Things that are uh, supporting. and try try that are less.
2: <laughs> I tried as well. And I now have a scar.
1: I was <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: yeah um, I would like to leave it like that.
1: Cool, thank you so for the interview. Thank you for opening up. thank you, for, uh, Ingo, thank you up. very much.
0: Very nice. We will be uh, curious to see what else you are producing. In